welcome to a special presentation of Sellout Crowd, Conversations with Coach. Bob Stoops joins us. We'll have some great conversation as we talk football with the man who coached the Sooners for 18 glorious years. And today he's got a very special guest. Bob, who's joining us? Thank you for the introduction uh, for, with Sellout Crowd. Who would ever thought you and I would be partners in a media operation? The mountain came to Muhammad. <laughs> I see Kevin laughing yeah. over there. <laughs> well, anyway, um, one of uh, we've got Kevin Wilson, the current head football coach at Tulsa, uh, joining us. My offensive coordinator for all of us, great uh, OU, all those OU years for nine years. And then also uh, an incredible and great success at Ohio State uh, after uh, Oklahoma and had been for a good while, five, six, seven years. Uh, Kevin at Indiana as the head coach. How many uh, were were you at Indiana? Six, six at IU and then six over to Ohio State. So it's been twelve yes. years, thirteen years now since we left Norman. But when Kevin, uh, my offensive coordinator uh, for all those years, was just incredible. Set a NCAA college uh, football scoring record in two thousand and eight. Uh, and Kevin, you've been a Big Ten head coach. Offensive coordinator at places like OU and Ohio State. What made you want to get back into the head coaching game? Well, I, I wasn't um, by any means. I think I thought, you know, quite honestly, we, we did a well job at IU in a program that's typically downtrodden. We built it up to back-to-back bowls, and administration wanted to go in another direction, so I get booted out. Had a great time at Ohio State, just like OU. Phenomenal fan base, phenomenal resources. I don't think, and I think Coach will uh, tell you this, I don't think people realize how hard those, how talented those players are, but they see that. They don't realize how committed or how hard they work or what, what they invest in. And the expectation is you have to win. I mean, you you have to win. You have to graduate. You you have to do well. And it's like Apollo 13. Failure is not an option when you're coaching at OU and you're coaching it at Ohio State. My thing was, I just thought I had one swing to build a program again. I thought we did a good job at IU. And I didn't have to do it, need to do it. Uh, in some ways, I had a, a, a phenomenal job where I was. But Coach knows this. It's, it's kind of nice when you're the head coach and you can set the meeting time. It's kind of nice, nice when you say how long we're practicing, and who's recruiting it, where we're going. And Not that you got all the answers, but it is nice sometimes to be in charge. I, I just really felt I had a skill set that Ohio State is a coordinator, assistant coach, I thought maybe I was being underutilized. So I wasn't beating the bushes. Tulsa was a job I had my eye on for a couple of years because I thought it might open up and I thought it would be a place to fit me. And I'm I'm pleased and honored to be here. I'm excited to, to see what we can build here in the next handful of years. I got a chance to uh, meet your athletic director on the field. And of course, I've met him through Zoom and in talking up to your being hired, Rick Dixon. Uh, seems like a wonderful guy. And this is his second stint. Uh, being the athletic director there, you know, talk about your relationship so far with Rick. It's been awesome. You know, first of all, I think he being an older guy uh, and he came back, he was retired. He was the AD here, I think in the late eighties as a 33 year old, former athlete, former player. He knew the school. He would say at the time I knew the school, I didn't know the industry of being an athletic director. Now he's, he's been here. He's been the AD at Washington state. He was the AD at Tulane was really a big part of their research. He hired Willie Fritz. And it's a real a big part of, of their resurgence as Tulane. He had actually retired. Coming off of COVID, our school took a pretty good hit financially and staffing and all that. And some guys reached out and asked him to come back. And I think 
this being his school, he wanted his school, his place to maybe weather the storm. And I think he's here right now hanging with me because I think he wants to see us coach get football back to being a rock-solid quality program. Because I think, you know, everyone in this community, for the most part, we got cow- we got more Cowboys up here than I was used to down in Okie City. You know? So we got, we got a lot of orange up in here. Got a boatload of Sooners. There's some Jayhawks and Razorbacks running around. A couple Wildcatters here and there. But this this town loves the University of Tulsa, even though they're all fans and went to maybe another school. And with Tulsa University and Tulsa football is doing well, it has a great vibe in the city. And I'm excited to see how we can continue to connect and just grow within the city and represent our school the right way. And I think Rick saw that. And between him and President Carson, who used to be at, at OU in the law department down there, uh, I'm excited to be working for these people up here. That's awesome. Uh, now, just last question. Uh, talk about you got a tough schedule coming the next couple of weeks. Just sure let do. everyone know about your your schedule here the next few weeks. Well, again, you know, we were able to play, and, and it was Rick's idea. Um, it gives you a little bit more of a break to get ready for Washington, but also with the games this weekend within the state, with Labor Day weekend coming, we play the Thursday night game. So we'll meet today, and we'll start transitioning today through the weekend. we got to travel out to Washington, who's a top-10 team, phenomenal quarterback, Michael Penix, had a couple great years at Indiana. Yeah. Phenomenal year last year. Um, I think he led the nation in passing or finished second or third. Uh, great uh, receiving core. Caleb DeBoer, their head coach, uh, that I know well, is an outstanding coach. Uh, they're, they're a top 10. They're a legit team. And we got to go to their place. And then we come back the following week, and, and Oklahoma comes out. Now, it's exciting. I know, having been at OU, I know Joe always said he'd like to play a game in Tulsa two for one, sometimes basketball the same way, because he thought it was great for all the Sooner fans that live in Tulsa to, for to have a game in TU and not always travel to Norman. So I know, oh, yeah, I think, Coach, I think my first game in 2002 yeah. was up here on a Friday night. Uh, so uh, we're excited to have OU back, and, and it is a tough challenge. I did share with Mr. Dixon, though, in this day and age of TV revenue, you know, you, you know some of these other programs in, in the Big 12 and in Big 10 that maybe aren't as powerfully known, they'll pay a million bucks to play them too. Now, we, we don't have to play the big boy to get the big check all the time, but uh, – yeah. Our kids, you know, two years ago, we were in a dogfight at Ohio State with Tulsa. Tulsa's always played teams well. It'll be a challenge. Um, great athletes, great coaches. Uh, fortunate to have OU here, so the environment won't be quite as hectic. But uh, it's going to be challenging, Coach. And then our league's damn good with Tulane, East Carolina, SMU, uh, San Antonio. Uh, it's going to be a challenging yeah. league as well. So, uh, to me, it's a part of it. We're playing two great programs back-to-back, but – we're getting ready to go into league play, and you got to buckle up. Barry, any anything yeah, Ke- else for Kevin? Kevin, take us back to your days in Norman. What were staff meetings like? Particularly, what what was Bob like to work for? Uh, he's a defensive coach. Barry, coach was coach was awesome. First of all, now now as an offensive line coach, sometimes I needed to maybe feel I need a little bit more time. Coach Coach was one of the most brilliant guys I've ever seen. Oh, first of all, he had a phenomenal pulse of the team. So, uh, to me, I always thought coach, coach the football team like a basketball team where you feel substitutions and change and things. You know, a lot of coaches, you follow a book and you got this plan, and plans never work out anyway. I thought coach had a phenomenal feel of the team, phenomenal feel of our staff, uh, didn't micromanage, expected you to do the job. Uh, if you need some help, he'd help you, but he wasn't going to micromanage. So, those meetings were short. They were direct. I thought uh, – 
Coach had a very unique way of getting work done and working harder doesn't make you better. It's getting the job done, getting the job, the, the job done well. So we were very fruitful in our time. We didn't, we weren't goofing around, but we were not quote guarding our desk and just sitting there to be in the office and plan the next meeting. So I, I appreciate the way he managed our people. And at the same time, we had great staff. I mean, you had, I mean, every day of practice was fun. It was competitive. It's like brothers. I used to laugh every day when Bob said it was a great practice. I'm like, well, I mean, the defense just kicked our butts, guys. And then every time we had a bad practice, I mean, the offense was pretty good. So I'm like, hey, guys, he's setting us up. But it was like it was like a bunch of brothers that were just kind of in the backyard fighting. And those Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Coach, they were better than the game day sometimes. Those were awesome, awesome days. And, and Coach is one of the all-time best, one of the greatest men to be around, and one of the best guys ever, ever have a chance to work under. Well, you're kind, Kevin. I appreciate that. And uh, you were great for Sooner Nation, no doubt. You're going to be great uh, in your time here with Tulsa as well. And look forward to coming over for more games, not just in a couple of weeks. So uh, You guys are always welcome. You too, Barry. Come see us now. Appreciate Thanks, you guys. Kevin. Appreciate you joining Thanks, us, Kevin. Kevin. Good Kevin. luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. Reminisce a little bit about Kevin Wilson, what he did those those nine years. that You talked about that. You know, the, the, the NCAA records, the hurry-up offense, all those things that happened during those years in, in Norman. Well, Kevin was an incredible, bright mind, um, and, you know, just uh, a great coach. Uh, and uh, really the entire offense, offensive line, tight end, fullbacks, quarterbacks, what they need to be doing, receivers. He could coach them all and, and did and uh, came in initially just the O-line coach, but then then Kevin transitioned to be the O-coordinator and, uh, you know, did an incredible job, uh, you know, and that's why I hired him, his time at Northwestern. Uh, he was incredible at what he was doing. I followed that. And uh, when we got him here, and I didn't have a history with Kevin, so uh, it was just from strictly following his success that I wanted him to be with us. And, uh, and then uh, in 2008, we have Sam Bradford. And I, I, you know, there are people doing the no huddle, doing the hurry up. And I know Kevin has done this. So I'm like, all right, listen, I go into his office. I said, Kevin, I want us to go do the whole no huddle, the hurry up. The, I, I figure if I could snap the ball 15 more times a game with Sam Bradford than their quarterback, that's going to be good for us. Us defensive guys. I know this isn't going to be good for the defense. It's, it's going to hurt the defense's statistics. It's not going to be, you know, the, the usual. But I know we're going to win more games if Sam Bradford got the ball in his hands 15, 20 more times than they do. And so I told him, I said, go all in on it. And uh, Kevin went all in on it. And we set a record for NCAA record for scoring that year, 2008.